O worship the Lord of the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. Thou shalt show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 50, beginning on page 401. The Lord, even the most mighty God, hath spoken and called the world from the rising up of the sun unto the going down thereof. Out of Zion hath God appeared in perfect beauty. Our God shall come and shall not keep silence. There shall go before him a consuming fire, and a mighty tempest shall be stirred up round about him. He shall call the heaven from above, and the earth that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me with sacrifice. And the heaven shall declare his righteousness, for God is judge himself. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. I myself will testify against thee, O Israel, for I am God, even thy God. I will not reprove thee because of thy sacrifices. As for thy burnt offerings, they are always before me. I will take no bullock out of thine house, nor he goats out of thy fold. For all the beasts of the forest are mine, and so are the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls upon the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field are in my sight. If I be hungry, I will not tell thee, for the whole world is mine and all that is therein. Thinkest thou that I will eat bull's flesh, and drink the blood of goats? Offer unto God thanksgiving, and pay thy vows unto the Most Highest. And call upon me in the time of trouble, so will I hear thee, and thou shalt praise me. But unto the ungodly saith God, Why dost thou preach my laws, and takest my covenant in thy mouth? Whereas thou hatest to be reformed, and hast cast my words behind thee. When thou sawest a thief, thou consentest unto him, and hast been partaker with the adulterers. 
Thou hast let thy mouth speak wickedness, and with thy tongue thou hast set forth deceit. Thou saddest and spakest against thy brother, yea, and hast slandered thine own mother's son. These things hast thou done, and I held my tongue, and thou thoughtest wickedly that I am even such a one as thyself. But I will reprove thee, and set before thee the things that thou hast done. O consider this, ye that forget God, lest I pluck you away, and there be none to deliver you. Whoso offereth me thanks and praise, he honoreth me. And to him that ordereth his way aright, will I show the salvation of God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begin the 15th verse of the 8th chapter of the book of Ezra. Now I gathered them by the river that flows to Ahava, and we camped there three days. Then I proclaimed a fast there at the river Ahava, that we might humble ourselves before our God, to seek from him the right way for us and our little ones and all our possessions. For I was ashamed to request of the king an escort of soldiers and horsemen to help us against the enemy on the road, because we had spoken to the king, saying, The hand of our God is upon all those for good who seek him but his power and his wrath are against all those who forsake him. So we fasted and entreated our God for this, and he answered our prayer. Then we departed from the river of Ahava on the twelfth day of the first month to go to Jerusalem. And the hand of our God was upon us, and he delivered us from the hand of the enemy and from ambush along the road. So we came to Jerusalem and stayed there three days. Now on the fourth day, the silver and gold and the articles were weighed in the house of our God by the hand of Merimoth, the son of Uriah the priest, and with him was Eleazar, the son of Phinehas, and with them were the Levites, Josabad, and the son of Jeshua, and Noadiah, the son of Binuai, with the number and weight of everything. All the weight was written down at that time. The children of those who had been carried away captive, who had come home from the captivity, offered burnt offerings to the God of Israel. 12 bulls for all Israel, 96 rams, 77 lambs, and 12 male goats as a sin offering. All this was a burnt offering to the Lord. And they delivered the king's orders to the king's satraps and the governors in the region beyond the river. So they gave support to the people and the house of God. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord. And my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercies on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy I hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 19th verse of the 11th chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. Now those who were scattered after the persecution that arose over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, preaching the word to no one but the Jews only. 
But some of them were men from Cyprus and Cyrene who, when they had come to Antioch, spoke to Hellenists, preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned to the Lord. Then news of these things came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent out Barnabas to go as far as Antioch. When he came and had seen the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them with all that purpose of heart that they should continue with the Lord. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith, and a great many people were added to the Lord. Then Barnabas departed for Tarsus to seek Saul, and when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. So it was for that whole year that they assembled with the church and taught a great many people, and the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. And in these days, prophets came from Jerusalem to Antioch. Then one of them, named Agabus, stood up and showed by the Spirit that there was going to be a great famine throughout all the world, which also happened in the days of Claudius Caesar. Then the disciples, each according to his ability, determined to send relief to the brethren dwelling in Judea. This they did also and sent it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, who never fails to help and govern those whom thou dost bring up in thy steadfast fear and love, keep us, we beseech thee, under the protection of thy good providence, and make us to have a perpetual fear and love of thy holy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, for whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. The love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.
Good evening, everyone. Uh, just a, some quick thoughts about tonight's lessons. We once again have a, a interesting interplay between our Old and New Testament lessons. We have in our Old Testament lesson here the the Ezra's writing about returning from exile in Babylon. And it's interesting because in our New Testament lesson, we have both Barnabas and Paul who did not live in Jerusalem. They are from, you know, Barnabas was from uh, Cyprus and, and Paul was from uh, Tarsus. And they were found themselves in those places because nearly 500 years before at the, the Israel or Judah being carried away into captivity in Babylon caused the spread of Jewish peoples to leave the Holy Land. They had to leave Jerusalem and the surrounding areas. And so they spread out across the earth because they were, you know, no longer even allowed to be in their homeland. And so then we have, you know, this return of both of these guys, Barnabas and Saul, later called Paul, who, as young men, returned to Jerusalem, the, the place of their ancestors, because of their, their, their piety, because of their belief in God. And yet they take the different paths. Barnabas encounters Jesus and becomes a disciple. Paul, who was younger and so he was not there present, comes later and then hears about the story of Jesus and, and the Christians and doesn't believe them. And so he perse persecutes them. And so it's interesting here that we have this, this, this notion of waiting. We have all of Israel waiting for the Messiah to come. It's been, you know, around 500 years since the, the, the carrying away or the destruction of the temple and them being taken captive to, to Babylon. And then their eventual return and rebuilding of the temple. Yet it's never what it was meant to be. It's never again a, this palpable indwelling place of, of God on earth. Instead, that becomes Jesus Christ himself. God on earth is Jesus Christ. And then through his, his death and resurrection and our incorporation into his death in our baptism, we become the new temple, the new place where God dwells on earth. But this, this, this imagery we're getting here, this, this waiting and this, and this, going out and then returning is we can see it as a, a metaphor for the spiritual life. You know, when Paul was co converted on, on the road to Damascus, he didn't immediately go out and join the apostles. He went out tradition holds that he went out for about two years out into the desert and, you know, prayed and contemplated these things that happened to him. We have here, Ezra, you know, returning to Jerusalem, but stopping on the way to fast and to pray.
this it's always a a constant thing in the spiritual life is where we have to take a moment regroup and reorient ourselves to God we don't we don't want to get caught up in the things that we're doing because that's when we start to our tendency is to start to think about ourselves and to think we can control things and instead we have to take a rest and pull back and reacquire that inner peace that gives us access to be able to have a fruitful relationship with and in Christ. So it's always a, a constant work of going out and returning, refreshing ourselves, and then going out again. And we do this through, through prayer and fasting. Fasting is a very important thing here in that it, by giving up things that we think we can control, we are taught how much control they actually have over us and how much they draw us away from, from God. And so by giving these things up, by giving them up for God, God isn't pleased by our suffering, by denying ourselves things. He is pleased by our effort to have a, a fruitful relationship with him for our desire to give up things to be more fully invested in our love for him and with him and so these things that we give up are not for god's benefit but for our benefit they help us have a better relationship with god by giving us the tools to see what's truly important in our lives, how much these things have control over us. And by giving those things up, by trying and failing, God lifts us up and is there for us when we stumble and fall. And that's a lesson we can only learn by actually stumbling and falling. So just some thoughts about today's lessons. Continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. May as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen.
Thank you all for joining us in prayer this evening. Hope you have a great Tuesday. Thank you, Father John. Have a good night, everybody. Many thanks.